0: Hi, this is Barbara Feldon, and you're listening to TV Confidential.
1: Our tracking unit tells us that the radio station is approximately in this area. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little disturbing, doesn't it? Would somebody give me a little push?
0: <laughs>
2: Thank you. Ed Roberts welcoming you back to TV Confidential a radio talk show about television that is dedicating this week's show to the memory of William Shallert. William Shallert, the prolific film and TV actor who starred in The Patty Duke Show, Dobie Gillis, Get Smart, and countless other films and TV series. William Shallert was born this week in 1921, so we are commemorating the anniversary of Bill's birth this week by playing highlights from some of our previous Conversations with him. William Shallert passed away in 2016 at the age of 93. One of my favorite memories of hosting TV Confidential was the time that we spoke to William Shallert in May 2013. It was supposed to be a quick phone interview tied to the then recent release of Doby Gillis on DVD, but because Bill was in good form that day and because I knew enough about his early career from the first time he appeared on our show, Bill and I ended up recording for nearly two hours, and the only reason we stopped was because I had another guest coming over to record in the studio, and I had to stop and prepare for that. If we pick up the conversation, Bill talked to us about how he came to play the Admiral on Get Smart. Which is interesting because, you know, when, when we first started talking, you were telling me about how one of your first roles was playing an old man, so it, it's like yeah. it, you even as a young man, you're adept at playing an old man.
1: Yeah, or... Even as a young man, I had something very old about me. <laughs> I, I was already creaky. I, yeah, I loved I loved playing. The old admiral he was he was wonderful. A lot of fun doing that, and I, I had a lot of instinctive. Uh, I remember when I, I went in to read for it. This was I'd already done the Patty Duke show, but but it was in 1967, I mm-hmm. think, and I I went into. Uh, to read for it, and I picked up the, the scene in the outer office and looked at it, and I didn't bother to read it. I read the first few lines, and I said, oh, I know exactly how to do this guy. He was 97, mm-hmm. and uh, he'd been created by Leonard Stern, the guy who, who was probably, I guess, the main creative force behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and uh, Don Adams as a
2: and-
1: comedy character was... Uh, was already established. I think he'd done his own work, but so he was Maxwell Smart. Mm-hmm. But 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 the concept of the show, I think, was Leonard Stern. and he uh, and and maybe
2: Buck Henry. And, Buck Henry and Mel Brooks.
1: Yeah, right. So they didn't actually. Uh, I don't think I I know Mel Brooks was never around, but
2: right. I think and I think I think by the uh, I think by the time you joined the cast, I think Buck had left the series to do something else.
1: Yeah, he had. So, there, there were people there who were very good. There was a guy named Arnie Rosen was the mm-hmm. was the story editor, and uh, by then the producer of Get Smart, and I read for him. And I remember going in there, having just glanced at it, and everything I did that day, I was really improvising. But I, I had this old guy kind of tucked away mm-hmm. in in my in my bag of tricks, and so. Uh, it was very easy for me to, to find funny things for, for him to do.
2: You fell down a lot, Pardon me? when you played the admiral. The admiral like would fall down a lot. I mean, he would fall, he would fall he would fall asleep standing. He would fall asleep standing up, and then next thing you know, you do on a plat uh, you do on a splat on the fo- on the floor.
1: Exactly. Well, i and one of the things I did that took the edge off that so it didn't it didn't look like dangerous. It was dangerous. I mean, I'm in my 90s now, and I certainly wouldn't want to do falls. fall. <laughs> but back then, in 1967, I was only in my uh, in my early 50s, so mm-hmm. it was it was easy to do them, and uh, I didn't mind falling down. I I could I knew how to take falls, so I instinctively took the edge off the fall before I would do it. I would say, I would say, now over here oh, heck, and down I would go. I, as soon as I pointed in the other direction, I'd lose my balance. Well, the oh, heck uh, made it kind of like this is something that always happens. Yes. <laughs> He's not going to hurt himself. And, 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 I, and I did it in a variety of ways. Oh, heck, or oh, oh, and down I would go. And then somebody would throw me a baseball and I'd catch it, and it would knock me over backwards. They would have a, a mattress on the floor. I
2: was go- I was going to say because you know I I, I I hope you I hope they had something for you to land on so that you didn't you know, so that you didn't have to collect workers' compensation.
1: Well, where I had to fall straight back. Yeah, I, I. If you fall out of the camera and you're you're holding yourself rigid and straight, fall like a log. Mm-hmm. Then you've got to have something soft to land on. I, in my experience, I mean. Maybe there are other people who can do it without that, but, but I couldn't, and so uh, I just had to make sure. Then you have to trust that it's in the right place, mm-hmm. and so it's always a little hair-raising to do that fall, because you don't look at the ground. You just know that it's there, and, and if you fall backwards, you're going to hit it, and so you hope that the mattress is where it belongs and that you're where you belong. So it worked out, uh, it was, and I love doing that kind of stuff. I thought... Because I thought it was funny, and it really was. He was a funny old guy.
2: We're talking to William Shallert, star of Get Smart, Dobie Gillis, The Patty Duke Show, The Nancy Drew Mysteries, and an actor who has appeared in more than 100 movies, as well as countless other television series. Bill, I don't know if uh, you're familiar with Me T V, the cable channel, but um, they show they show Get Smart, they show Dick Van Dyke, they show virtually all the shows that you've done. Oh and, really? Yeah, and uh, they they recently had Ed Asner do a spot saying, "You can find, you know, you you can find me all over the place on MeTV." They should hire you, you know, to do a similar spot because, as 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 as, as I say, uh, they show Dobie Gillis, they show Get Smart, they show Combat, they show Twilight Zone, they show Bewitched, they show That Girl, and you did all those shows. Yeah, from your
1: mouth to God's ear. <laughs> so that's fine. You know, I know Ed. Well, we were both president of the union, so, you know, and and I worked with Ed long time ago on stage, Mm -hmm. back in 1960, I think it was, we did uh, did The Iceman Mm -hmm.
2: Comin'. Mm-hmm. O'Neill.
1: And he played one of the two bartenders, and he and and Telly Saval. Oh,
2: Telly Savelle, yes, yes.
1: uh, And Ed Asner were the bartenders, and I played a a character named Willie Oban, who was a, a lost Soul who who all like all the guys in it we were all a family of, of drunks who relied on on and we had a wonderful actor James Jimmy Dunn played Harry Hope mm-hmm. and he was perfect for that. So it was it was like we were like a family. We did it on, on stage at, at UCLA on the big stage mm-hmm. So I had worked on there when I was when I was at UCLA. I'd worked on that stage, uh, but I'd also worked in the small theater they had, uh, Royce Hall 170. So that was kind of home stamping grounds for me. John Houseman was the director. Houseman had a very distinguished record in the theater. Yes. He, so he, uh, he was a producer of, of films at the time at MGM and places like that. But he had gotten a top-notch uh, casting director and she uh, she suggested me for the part of Willie O'Ban. And that worked out very well. I had a good time doing it, and I think I was pretty good in it.
2: So. Uh, Houseman worked with Wells, didn't he? Didn't he work with Orson yes, Wells? Yes, he
1: did. He was with the Mercury Theater back in the 30s.
2: And you worked with Orson Wells?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to work with him in, a, in two things. Albert Zugsmith was the guy who. Joined forces with the two people who made the man from Planet X mm-hmm. which is a you know there's
2: a horror movie well science fiction yes yeah, yeah it's, it's the kind, it's the kind of movie that the Swang gully shows on Saturday night yeah <laughs> it's a cheap science
1: fiction <laughs> yes yes it was made Wiz, Aubrey Wisberg and Jack Pulitz were, were the guys who wrote it and who produced it and it was made for uh, for fifty thousand dollars I know that for a fact and because that's uh, they, they managed to scrounge together that much. Well, it was hard to make a, a movie in for fifty thousand dollars, even even then, and uh, and it was this was nineteen fifty, mm-hmm. I don't know, fifty one, something like that. Anyway, uh, it, it was hard. It was hard to get a uh, hard to get a movie done for fifty thousand dollars. But they they managed to they'd gotten a director. Who was quite well known in Europe, Edgar Omer. He was kind of like the king of the B picture, B pictures in Germany. Mm-hmm. And he was, he could, for very little money, he could make a picture look very interesting. And he did that. We shot that picture on, on a, a set that had been used in Joan of Arc, one version of Joan of Arc with Ingrid Bergman. Mm-hmm. And it was the outdoor set. And so it, that was all it was, was like a rolling hills, rocky hills, on a soundstage at Hal Roach Studios. And we were there for, we made the whole movie in six days. And that was when, it was a six-day week in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> Half day on Saturday, and five full days, Monday through Friday. So we did that. A guy named Robert Clark was in it. And, uh, and, and Maggie Fields, who was Sally Field's mother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: she and Robert Clark played the sort of the heroine, heroine and, and the, the, the leading man and, and the leading woman in it. and I played the evil Dr. Mears who was he was evil only because he wanted to it was this corny idea about this spaceship arriving and they find, when they finally showed it, it came zipping by. <laughs> It was like kind of a shot that kids would do if they were trying to imitate a yeah. spaceship. And uh, I remember the last last scene of the picture was the man, the planet X came zooming across the sky. And it just sort of zipped through the shot. And that was the, the famous planet X. So uh, we had a, and there was a small guy in it. There were only four people in the cast uh, that had anything to do and uh, he was the man from Planet X, and I squeezed secrets out of him. I I sort of beat him up. Mm -hmm. uh, It was the first time I'd actually gotten the kind of billing I got. Mm -hmm. I got star billing, and the guy, Jerry Epstein, the fellow who'd been the head of the circle, was in New York by this time, because we closed the circle in 1950, Mm -hmm. and uh, this was in 1952, I think. It opened in New York, and he said he, he... let me know that there was this huge, uh, I don't know what it was, three sheet or ten sheet or whatever they call those things, uh, in the lobby, and there was my name uh, on on the uh, paid advertising. It was maybe the only time I ever got it. <laughs> I, I got it also on a picture I did with Walter Massow early on. So.
2: Oh, will that be Lonely on the Brave? Yeah. I want to ask you about The Lonely or The Brave, Bill. But first, stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We are replaying a conversation with actor William Shallert that originally aired in July 2013 on TV Confidential. William Shallert passed away on Sunday, May 8th, at the age of 93. Earlier in this segment, we told Bill that MeTV needed to hire him to do promotional spots for their channel. I don't know whether the folks at MeTV heard our program or not, But by the fall of 2013, a few months after our interview with Bill originally aired, William Shallert did in fact appear in several spots for MeTV, including one with Patty Duke. Besides appearing in more than 100 motion pictures and an estimated 700 TV episodes, William Shallert was also president of the Screen Actors Guild during the late 1970s. Bill talked about his work with SAG when he appeared on our program in 2009. Was that a position that you actively sought or was it foisted upon you? I mean, because that was a difficult time to be head of the union. Yeah, as a matter
1: of fact, it turned out to be a terrible time to be because in 79, in 80, we, we had to deal with a new element that we hadn't had a contract for, which was pay television. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we ended up with having, having a 10-week strike. It was a nightmare. Uh, I, I got on the board at SAG in 1974 because I... I was attracted to the contract work and I, I knew a lot about the contract and I thought that would be interesting work and also was some prestige connected with it and up until then I didn't feel like I could actually do it they had an anti communist affidavit and I said well I'm not going to sign anything like that so I wouldn't I wouldn't consider running and they got rid of that sometime in 1970 in in 74 and uh, Jessica Walter made a motion and they got rid of it and so um, then I figured, oh, all right, well, I can run. And and I did, and I got elected. And then I was there for three years, and I I was very active. And I I, I kind of ran the negotiating committee of, in 1977, and we got a terrific contract out of it, partly because the producers were divided into in, two groups at the time. There was the Alliance and the Association. And there'd been some bad blood there because of something... One of the heads of the studio said about the way Lou Wasserman had negotiated a contract. Well, Lou wasn't a man to take that line mm-hmm. casually. So he and uh, he and uh, uh, Norman Lear and his partner in Paramount uh, formed a separate thing called the Alliance. And so we negotiated in '77 with with totally with two totally different groups, and we only dealt with one issue with the with the people who who were not part of the alliance. And uh, we negotiated the whole thing with this smaller group, and we came out with a terrific contract. And when we were finished, we just sent the contract over to, uh, I think it was 20th Century Fox, where the, where the other parties were headquartered. And and we said, uh, here's the contract, you know, sign it. We've already got the contract with the other people. So it turned out to be very good. Then I went away for for two years because I I didn't want to run for office after that, and but then two years later, somebody, two guys I knew I had respect for, asked me, begged me to come come back and run for president. And They said, you know, you're electable, so we need you, and why don't you do it? And I said, all right, yeah, sure, I'm very flattered, sure I'll do that, but I it was a kind of a nightmare and. Uh, but I hung around the guild for quite a while after that, and uh, Ed Asner won the election two years after that. And but I was an old buddy of Ed's; I'd known him quite well. And and uh, so I figured I'll stay around while he's there. And then Patty ran, and she became president. And so I stayed around while she was there. But finally, in '91, I said I've had enough. But in the meanwhile, I'd gotten on the pension and health plan. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a trustee of that. I'm still there today. And I also got involved with motion picture and television fund. So I've been doing sort of public service work the whole time as well as acting. And, but most of, most of my fun in life came out of acting, especially on the stage. That's where
2: I had a good time. Let's talk about some of the many guest appearances that you've done on television. You filled in for Ross Martin a couple of times on, on Wild Wild West. And there's oh, yeah. One, yeah, there, there's one show in which you did a full makeup thing where you, you, you play this old crazy German scientist and uh, – uh-huh. uh, and do you have any memories of, of of that show and working with Robert Conrad?
1: Well, yeah, I, I I used to love to work on that show. I did about three episodes, and then uh, after Chuck Aidman had had the heart attack, uh, ch- uh, Charlie, no, not Chuck Aidman, I mean, uh, Ross Martin, uh, Ross Martin, Chuck Aidman, and I kind of split. Uh, doing, replacing him in Mm -hmm. in episodes. I did about three and I think Charlie did two or something. But anyway, he was out for five and and we filled in for him. And so that was fun, but I'd already worked on that show playing crazy old people and all of that (laughs) before. So I I always liked it. I liked the way the show was written and it was fun to do. And Conrad was uh, terrific to work with. He was really very good, you know, very devoted to it and And when I worked on it with uh, when Ross Martin was there, that was also a pleasure because he was he was terrific, very good actor and all that. So that was that was a fun show to do. I think I did all together about five episodes.
2: And they're all very good. We will play more of our conversation with William Shallert after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week
0: buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life but it doesn't have to be and no one knows better than our friends at front porch realty group their community of realtors serving the northern bay area of california that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the bay area front porch realty group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you.
2: Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk